0: Hello everyone, this is Krista from Saltwater Studies, and thank you for joining me for this episode of my podcast. This podcast is a part of a series that I'm doing on marine animals that are being discussed in my Florida's Marine Life class series. And so I created a curriculum workbook for my students that uh, incorporates lessons on different animals that we commonly see in Florida, and it mirrors the information that we're discussing in class. Now, some of my students are auditory learners, and so they just prefer to learn using this type of medium. And so this is meant just to be a resource for them. I am just reading through the lesson that I created for them as a way to help them learn and to provide them with a resource that meets their preferred learning style. Now, if you would like to purchase a copy of the curriculum workbook and follow along that way, you can do so by visiting the Saltwater Studies website and select the eStore, and it's available for purchase there, and I will mail it to you once you order it, and then you can go ahead and follow along as you listen to these podcasts. Now, for today's lesson, we are learning about manatees, which is one of the favorite animals I feel like that we commonly see here in Florida. And I am going to be talking a little bit about them today in general, but also about how we should safely interact with them as they are endangered species. And there's a lot of confusion about that, unfortunately. So that's what we're going to be covering today, an overview of the species as as well as how to safely interact with them. So let's go ahead and get started. What are manatees? Manatees are a type of vertebrate marine mammal that is classified in the order Sirenia. Sirenians, also known as sea cows, include four different species, the Amazonian manatee, the West African manatee, the West Indian manatee, and the dugong. Scientists also recognize two different subspecies of the West Indian manatee, including the Florida manatee and the Antillean manatee. These animals are also called sea cows as a reference to the fact that they are herbivores and spend most of their day munching on algae and seagrass along the seafloor. Manatees are large, gray, aquatic animals with finely wrinkled skin. An average-sized manatee will grow to approximately 10 feet long and weigh about 1,000 pounds, but they may grow to more than 13 feet long and weigh as much as 3,500 pounds. Their bodies are torpedo-shaped with a blunt nose and a round paddle-shaped tail. Despite their size, manatees are graceful swimmers and can reach speeds of up to 15 miles per hour for short periods of time. Your vocabulary words for this this part of the lesson are herbivore, an animal that eats plant or algae, and vertebrate, an animal with a backbone or spinal column. The ocean's sirens The name for Order Sirenia is a reference to historical literature that used the word mermaid interchangeably with the word siren. It is thought that sailors, probably under extreme dehydration and experiencing delirium, would accidentally mistake the shape of a manatee for a mermaid or siren, hence the Latin name for their classification. Fact. Wild manatees live to be an average of 30 years old. What is a subspecies? Species of animals are described as living things that are capable of interbreeding. In some instances, different groups of the same species can become geographically isolated from each other. Over time, they can develop unique physical characteristics that are different from other populations. These different groups are called subspecies because if their habitat ever had the occasion to overlap again, the two subspecies could continue to interbreed despite their physical differences. West Indian manatees are known to migrate throughout their range, staying in waters closer to the equator during winter months and migrating further afield as the water temperature, temperatures warm during the summer months. Over time, varying migration patterns have resulted in two distinctive populations with notable physical differences, causing scientists to designate the Florida manatee and the Antillean manatee as two subspecies of the West Indian manatee. The primary range of the Florida manatee includes Florida, the Caribbean, and the Gulf Coast. Antillian manatees are found in the Caribbean, the Gulf, off the east coast of Central America, and along the north and east coasts of South America. Classification of manatees Manatees are classified in kingdom animalia, animals, phylum chordata, chordates, this means they have a a dorsal hollow nerve cord, in class Mammalia, Mammals, Order Sirenia, Sea Cows, and then there are two different families one for manatees and one for dugongs. The dugong, a manatee's bizarre cousin. Dugongs are marine mammals that are found in the Indo Pacific region of the world. One of the main features that distinguishes a dugong from its manatee cousins is its tail. Unlike the paddle-shaped tail of a manatee, dugongs have tail flukes like a whale or dolphin. This animal literally looks like a manatee from the front and a whale from the back. (laughs) Other physical differences include dugongs are smaller than manatees and may grow up to 10 feet long and weigh a little over a thousand pounds. Male dugongs and some female dugongs have visible incisor teeth at the front of their mouths that resemble small tusks. These are absent manatees dugongs have a snout that is shaped differently from a manatee it is broader longer and faces downward perfect for feeding along the seafloor manatees have a shorter snout with a split upper lip that is more versatile and allows them to feed at the seafloor and at the water surface the florida manatee Florida's local species of manatee is the aptly named Florida manatee. It can be spotted in coastal waterways, rivers, lagoons, and springs throughout the state of Florida. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission estimates that there are over 6,000 Florida manatees that live year-round in state waters. Characteristics of a Mammal Manatees are marine mammals. As such, they share several characteristics with other mammals. They are warm-blooded, bear live young, have hair, and breathe air. Live young. Manatees give birth to live young. Female manatees will carry their babies for about 12 months before giving birth. When born, the babies are called calves and will be 3 to 4 feet long and weigh between 40 to 60 pounds. The calf will remain with its mother for 1 to 2 years, probably nursing for the first year. Manatee calves nurse from the mother's nipples located behind the mother's flippers. While under the care of its mother, the calf follows her closely, learning the locations of various travel routes, food sources, rest areas, and warm water refuges. Fact Moms communicate with their calves through touch and by making sounds like squeals and squeaks. They can recognize each other using these sounds. Breathe air. Like other mammals, manatees have lungs and breathe air. Although they never leave the water, they do periodically surface, often only extending their nostrils above the water surface to take a breath. A resting manatee can remain submerged for about 20 minutes, but when they are swimming, they must surface every three to four minutes. Hair. Although a manatee's body looks relatively bare, it is covered with about 3,000 fine hairs. Recent research has indicated that these hairs are highly sensitive sensory structures that manatees use to gather information regarding their environment. Scientists have discovered that even slightly brushing one of a manatee's hairs will cause it to move in response. It's all in the tail. Have you ever noticed that fishes and marine mammals have distinctly different tails? Fishes have tails that are vertically elongated or flattened and are moved side to side. uh, Marine mammals have tails or flukes that are flattened horizontally and move up and down. This fact can greatly assist you in identifying animals when you are looking down from the surface of the water or from a distance. As a marine mammal, having a tail that moves up and down provides them with an efficient way to push themselves to the water surface for a breath. Interesting manatee facts. Manatees are voracious eaters. Manatees have healthy appetites. They can spend as much as eight hours a day eating various types of algae, seagrass, and other aquatic plants. Since manatees have poor eyesight, they use their highly sensitive whiskers called vibrissae, to help them find food along the seafloor, and then they use their flippers to dig up plants for their meal. Fact, manatees can eat up to 9% of their body weight daily, an average of 32 pounds per day. Manatees are the ocean's gentle giants. Manatees and dugongs belong to the only group of herbivorous marine mammals, so they do not prey on other animal species. In addition, manatees are not territorial or aggressive, and even the design of their teeth prevents them from being used in an attack. They have few natural predators, and so they also have very few defenses. While sharks, killer whales, alligators, or crocodiles could prey upon them, these species do not generally share the same habitat. Manatees tend to remain in shallow water where another large animal, or where another animal large enough to attack them, would not be able to maneuver. These docile creatures prefer to be left to their own devices munching on seagrass and snoozing next to the seafloor. Manatees are easily stressed. Many people assume manatees have a thick layer of blubber like other marine mammals to protect them from cold waters. However, this is not the case. Most of a manatee's large body provides necessary space for its stomach and intestines. It only has a thin layer of fat that insulates it from the surrounding water. As a result, manatees are particularly susceptible to cold stress and prefer to live in waters that are are above 60 degrees Fahrenheit. This is also why manatees love to hang out near warm water discharges during winter months. What do manatees and sharks have in common? Like sharks, manatees experience tooth replacement throughout their lives. However, unlike sharks, a manatee only has molars or grinding teeth. New molars erupt at the back of the manatee's jaw and move forward about one centimeter a month. Worn teeth at the front of the mouth fall out and are replaced by these marching molars. This unique feature is important for the manatee because high sand content in their diet causes their teeth to wear. The eyes have it. Manatees have rather unique eyes. First, they have neither eyelids or eyelashes. Instead, muscles around the eye close in a circular motion, like an aperture on a camera. In addition, manatees have a nictitating membrane that can be drawn over the eye for protection when the animal is underwater. The thin membrane allows light to reach the eye and affords the animal limited eyesight when underwater. Your vocabulary word for this portion of the lesson is nictitating membrane, a thin layer of tissue that can cover a manatee's eye. Allows light penetration and limited eyesight while also protecting the eye. Protecting Florida's manatees. The Florida manatee was first listed as an endangered species in 1966. However, due to the growth of local populations, the Florida manatee has been delisted from endangered to threatened. Although the population of Florida manatees is growing, residents, beachgoers, and boaters must still be concerned with the protection of these animals. Manatees are particularly vulnerable to boat strikes, and nearly every manatee spotted in coastal areas has one or more scars from a boat's propeller. To help manatee populations thrive in Florida, here are a few tips to remember when interacting with manatees. Avoid harassing or disturbing manatees whenever you discover that they are nearby. Harassment is any activity or interaction that changes the way the animal naturally behaves. Remember that it is illegal to touch, ride, feed, or give water to manatees. If manatees become used to humans, it can cause them to alter their natural behavior and increase their chance of being harmed by visiting marinas or docks in search of human interaction. Do not chase a manatee if you see one while you are swimming, snorkeling, diving, paddling, or boating. If a manatee swims away from you, give it its space. Manatees are often shy animals, so be sure to give them plenty of space. Do not separate an individual manatee from its group or a female and her calf. Boaters must obey posted speed limits and manatee zones. Your vocabulary for this portion of the lesson, uh, there's two words. Endangered. A species in danger of extinction within the foreseeable future throughout all or a significant portion of its range. Threatened any species which is likely to become an endangered species within the foreseeable future throughout all or a significant portion of its range. Test your knowledge. How much did you learn about manatees from this lesson? Test your knowledge with these questions. One, how many different species of sea cows are there? Two, what is an herbivore? Three, what species of manatee can be spotted in Florida? Four, what are some of the differences between a manatee and a dugong? Five, how does a manatee mother communicate with her calf? Six, how much food do manatees eat per day? Seven, Why are manatees vulnerable to cold stress? Eight, what do manatees have in common with sharks? Nine, how do manatees protect their eyes when feeding underwater? 10, how can you help to protect manatees? Devotional. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Romans 1 20. There are over 900 different names and titles of God in the Bible. Each one describes a different aspect of his character that he would like for us to know about him. To help us better understand what He is like, God provided His creation to offer us physical examples of the spiritual lessons and concepts we read about in the Bible. The Bible tells us God's story and creation offers us the pictures to accompany it. Every single name and title of God in the Bible is illustrated in the natural environment. In manatees, we see a wonderful picture of God's gentleness. As the ocean's gentle giants, manatees are large and powerful, but demonstrate such calm and peaceful behavior. Most of their lives are spent munching on seagrass or algae, resting or caring for their young. They are unaggressive creatures and will use a burst of speed to avoid any perceived threat or uncomfortable situation. However, while trying to get away from close human interaction, they have been known to accidentally flip kayaks with their powerful tail. Manatees are an example of power ruled by temperament. This picture of controlled power provides insight into God's character as well. In the Bible, God describes numerous examples of his power. One of the most fascinating passages is in Job 41, where God offers a detailed description of an animal he created called Leviathan, who was so fierce, men ran from it. In verse 10, God states, No one is so fierce that he would dare to stir him up. Who then is able to stand against me? God was using Leviathan as as an example to say, If you run in fear from something I created, how much more intimidated should you be by me? Our God is indeed the mighty God, but he also represents immense power that is ruled by his character. Even though God is powerful enough to do anything, he cannot contradict his nature. And the Bible tells us that one aspect of his nature is his gentleness. How often do you hear about God's gentleness? It is a characteristic that is not often discussed in children's ministry lessons or Sunday sermons. Yet God's gentle nature influences every one of his interactions with his children. It is demonstrated in the way that God offers salvation to mankind. The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Notice in this verse that God says that he draws men to himself. It is the picture of a man wooing a woman he desires to marry. God offers himself to us as a gentleman, refusing to force himself or his way on anyone while also making sure everyone is aware of the consequences of their decision because of his love for us. God's gentleness is also demonstrated in the way he describes himself as our shepherd numerous times in the Bible. Shepherds are known for their tender care of their sheep, finding good places for them to graze and protecting them against predators. Similarly, God tells us that he leads and guides us through dangers and finds places for us to rest. Psalm 23 Finally, God's gentleness is demonstrated in how he helps us to serve him. The Bible tells us that he provides us with everything that we need for life and godliness so that we can follow him. 2 Peter 1, three, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Matthew 11.29 Notice in this verse, Jesus compares the choice to follow him with a yoke. A yoke is an instrument of work that is placed on a pair of cattle or oxen and then attached to a plow or a cart. It provides a powerful illustration of the Christian life. First, the yoke was designed for two animals. By Jesus saying for us to take his yoke, he is saying, Join me in ministry. Let's do this life together. He is reminding us that we will never be alone as he is always with us. Second, To train a younger or inexperienced animal to pull properly using a yoke, it would often be paired with a more experienced animal. Jesus is also referencing this practice when he tells us to learn from him. He is saying, this life can be hard. Let me show you how to do it right so that you can find eternal rest. And in this display of gentle humility, we see an incredible example of God's love and care for each of us. Apply it. What do you think it means that God draws men to himself? How has God made himself known to you? In what ways has he drawn you to himself? Will you choose to accept the invitation? Dear God, thank you for your gentle spirit and how you draw me to you. Thank you for giving me a choice to follow you. Thank you for the way that you love me and show me the path of life. Please help me to follow you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that you enjoyed today's lessons on manatees and I look forward for you to join me the next time for our next lesson. Have a great rest of your day.